Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Champ We Are United podcast. Well, I, it's nice to welcome a new voice to the podcast this evening. He's a pretty new member to the website, but he's made some fascinating posts so far. Uh, we're joined by Verso. Hello, Verso. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for inviting me along. Well, you seem very knowledgeable. Go on. Great to have you with us, Verso, and welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you seem to have uh, quite a, a knowledge of uh, comic history, so we look forward to chatting later on. Uh, we should have Simo on at some point this evening, but if not, hopefully he'll be back next week. Uh, we've got Rab, as always. Good evening, Rab. Good evening. Nice to be here, as always. Yeah. Yeah, and myself, Gull, uh, who's hosting this evening. So uh, I'll just quickly run through uh, the running order. So uh, if anyone is interested to go to a certain point in the podcast, then you'll sort of have an idea of whereabouts within the potential hour it will be. We'll talk about the latest news, uh, the next striker coming out. Uh, and uh, following that, I'll do a quick checklist of all of the Roy of the Rovers new books that have been out over the last three years. We'll also talk about Verso's collection. Looking forward to that. Uh, Rab will be doing an On This Day for the first time. Mm. Uh, we, need an, uh, we need a catchier name than On This Day with Rabby. Actually, no, I quite like that. <laughs> yeah. As we, uh, as we get further on, we'll obviously uh, remind you of the website address and the Twitter address so you can get in touch. We love your feedback, of course. And then we'll end briefly with a preview of what, of what will be going on in episode 19. So, uh, first of all, news. And I read the other day that uh, Pete Nash has uh, volume 17 lined up. Mm. We talked quite a bit about it in the, the last uh, episode. Um, will you be getting that one? Yes, definitely. As, as we said last week, it's a period of striker I don't think either of us were familiar with at the time. Um, so it's beyond, obviously, the, the issue of the first run of comics around about 2003, 2004. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to that, absolutely. And it's, it's great to see it's up and running again. The distribution seems to be going, I think, generally well for it. Uh, at the moment from the comments that you see on Facebook. So, yeah, absolutely looking forward to, to catching up on the nuts area of, of Striker. Verso, are you uh, a Striker fan? I was in the early days when, um, when it was in one of the newspapers. And um, I even bought one of the um, t well, more than one, there's three or four out T-shirts. Excellent. Yeah, so um, oh, yeah, I did. I did enjoy it, and then um, it was, and then it went um, sort of computerized. And hmm. um, Vanessa stands out to me as um, <laughs> as as a great character, and um, her husband, the the mad chairman, Eric. Yes, Eric Openshaw. Yeah. Did remind me a little bit in looks of Victor Boscovich. Very much so. Yeah. I think, you know, you could probably, I think there's, that's a good shout because, you know, he, he was a character visually, Boscovic, wasn't he? Yes. Hmm. He was, yeah. yeah. 
volume 17 uh, uh 16 was the nuts volume yeah uh so 17 will be uh uh the early uh what will it be will be where, where you just said didn't you where will we be at with the volume 17 i think that's coming up towards ooh, around about 2009 maybe that sort of period um so again yeah not as certainly not as familiar with that until it it really picked up um about three or four years ago with with the new run of comics of course, yeah, and as we said last time, they look fantastic on the shelf, don't they? Mm. Yeah, very much so. In other news, uh, David, forgive me if I pronounce his surname incorrectly, uh, David Squire, uh, Skew, I'm not completely sure. <clears throat> He's back on the Ro Roy of the Rovers artwork. What do we mm. think about that? Yeah, just from some of the panels I have I've seen, I haven't read the, the book yet, but the panels I thought looked absolutely fantastic, very reminiscent of the 80s style yeah. artwork, as you would you would expect uh, with the artist. And so, yeah, looking forward to that. I think it's, it's a slight departure. We were mentioning last week it was very much a, a manga style. You described it as Gull. I thought that was spot on. Yeah. Um, up until this point, but it, it's interesting to take it back to that more of a feel of the 80s. I think it's fair to say. I think it's interesting. This is season three. Mm. Um, it's interesting, really, that the, the age range that they're aiming at that are not old fans like us yeah. are growing up. So, you know, they might move on from a manga style thing. I know manga is very fashionable, but it is so reminiscent of the 80s artwork. I actually had a tear in my eye when I saw it because yeah. it, it looked fantastic. Yeah, just the lines, the colour, the, the overall feel of it, the design. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Very much Even so. the cover of the books uh, look, yes. look better to me as well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Have you had a chance to, to look at them yet, Verso? I haven't seen the new ones. Um, I've been too busy working on all my old ones, getting them straight before I um, I delve into the new ones. But um, I've got the bug again, and um, I blame you guys, actually. because um, <laughs> Excellent. When I, when I first dabbled, i done a lot of searching on um, Twitter and stumbled upon you guys, and mm -hmm. um, that's when the bug sort of come back big time. So, no, yeah. Once I get started, I think I will um, invest in the in the, the newer rebellion stuff. Good. And here you are on our podcast. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I have a checklist here of uh, everything that's come so far. So this might be a little bit boring for two minutes, but it's worth mentioning because there are a couple of obscure ones. Um, so I'll, I'll run through the checklist very uh, briefly. Um, so you had scouted. Uh, in 2018, which was a book, then Kickoff, graphic novel, Teamwork, a book, Foul Play, graphic novel, Playoffs, another book, and then Going Up, a graphic novel. Um, season two was also in, uh, had moved on to 2019, and the first one was uh, On Tour, and that was a book, and then Transferred, graphic novel. Is everyone still awake? <laughs> yes <laughs> um, and that was uh, season two that continued obviously you know with Covid and, and things like that mm. season two continued into 2020 
with From the Ashes, which was a, a book, and then All to Play For, graphic novel. I'm nearly there, I promised. Mm -hmm. uh, also in 2020, you had, well, Rocky of the Rovers, uh, and, and that was a book. Then uh, Pressure, graphic novel. And then coming up to season three in 2021, uh, Sudden Death, which was a book, and out just a few days ago, uh, and this is the one, of course, with David Squire, or Skew, forgive me, um, New Digs, uh, which came out about six days ago. Mm. Um, I do have a few obscure ones, but I'll come back to those in a second. But according to my list, that's uh, 14 books, mm. if you, you know, books and graphic novels. And that's really interesting. It's quite incredible when you, you think about the gap since the previous Roy of the Rovers material. And it was really encouraging across social media to see that Rebellion had got these books out into schools as part of a, a you know, like to encourage kids with their reading. And really hoping is, of course, at the same time to, to bring on a, a new generation of fans of Roy of the Rovers. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure that has made some impact. Um, but it really, as I think we said before as well, there clearly is a market out there, um, not just for the, for the old fans like ourselves growing up in the 70s and 80s, but also hopefully it's, it's picking up new readers now as well. Yeah, very much so. I um, Yeah, it was... It was a, a, a culture shock, as we've said in, in the past, the artwork, uh, but you get used to it. And now, of course, they've, they've changed it into what we said just a minute ago with David returning. He did actually do some artwork. I'll just briefly mention the specials that came out. He did some artwork for the summer special in 2020. Hmm. Um, but there was also another special back in 2019 called the Cup Heroes Special. And apparently, uh, that was very, very difficult to get hold of. It was only available at football clubs, and it was about a giant killing in the FA Cup, yeah. about the FA Cup third and fourth round. Um, I don't remember that one at all, but my research earlier pulled that one up. And, of course, the other one, uh, which we have touched upon on the website, is uh, Roy Race's appearance in the Scream spin-off uh, the Vigilant, uh, which has a very strange amalgamation of all of Rebellion's characters, or most of them, in basically a one page. And uh, yeah, so if you add all of those things together, for the completest, that's 17 different things. And in addition, of course, there is new merchandise coming on board as well with, is it this season's strip? Has now has now been issued. I was I was disappointed that they didn't they didn't issue an away kit this time round. Um, so I really liked the away kit in the early rebellion books. Um, but so far, yeah, I think that's the second kit they have produced as well. And it, yeah, again, it seems to be selling quite well. It's going going really well. Um, so, uh, do you have any favourite stories from the classic era uh, that you'd like to talk about? Rab, first? Um, I, I think, yeah, I mean, my favourite P 
period still remains probably from about 1982 up till right about 84. Yeah. Because I, I still think that it, I, I keep returning to this, but the departure of Roy, uh, well, you're, you're going from the, really the, the drama of Roy being shot and ending up in hospital. I was thinking it was late sort of 1981. And going right through to the departure of Roy from Melchester to join Walford. And although, of course, it was a fairly brief stint as player manager across at Walford, I, I really enjoyed that part of the storyline uh, to see the workings of a different club apart outside Melchester. And I, I liked the way that there was also a continuation of the Melchester story, which ran in tandem with it. So, you know, you, you were still kept up to date with, with goings on. Um, across at Melchester as well. And it was it was the turmoil, really, that Roy went through, wasn't it? Because it was yeah. so difficult for him to, to tear himself away from this club that's so close to his heart. And to, to see him in a, in a different strip was, was blue, really yeah. radical, you know, at the, at the time. And, of course, we, we ended up having the, the FA Cup final between, inevitably, Walford and Melchester, uh, in 1984 as well. Indeed. I think the strip that was backed up, so the comic had uh, a Melchester story, was The Apprentices. Mm. And that was uh, Rob Richards' first appearance as well. That was in black and white. Verso, yeah. uh, from your memory, uh, what stands out for you in the past? From, from Lord of Rovers, it's when, um, <clears throat> when the paper went... Um, always looked a bit different and the the, um, the logo was round wasn't it and um, yeah. it became very it did paper. look funky and it come it was paper and um, weirdly the the storyline that sticks out in my mind from that era because I'm, I'm probably the same sort of mid 80s um, when the Spandau Ballet boys joined the club yeah, yeah. And, um, that's when um, yeah, you, you sometimes had to believe whether you know it. It, it did, and as an as a as an adult now, you look back and think, um, "Wow, that really jumped the shark." But as a kid, yeah. you loved it. Your, your, your pop stars were playing football for Melchester Rovers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I I enjoyed that as well. I know, I know some people would say that was it was too much of a departure from a comic story to introduce these very well known pop stars. Uh, at the time but yeah you're right for us to have that crossover between music you were actually listening to you're watching on top of the pops and for these guys to turn up and, and actually play for Melchester was quite something at that age and I'm glad that Roy went back to Melchester because you know it's good that they were able to break through the barricades <laughs> yeah <laughs> Your comedy is actually gold. Yeah. It, oh, oh, it's, it's, it's only when you leave, though, that you realise, you know, what you've left behind. All right. All right, lads. Communication. <laughs> I don't need this pressure on. Just, just, just to touch on that, it was also the era of the um, the the infamous massacre as well, wasn't it? Yeah, the oh, Bajran. Yeah. yeah. Very Are dark. Oh, yeah. Um, we've touched upon this in the past, and... Uh, you know, as a youngster going into a news agent and seeing your favourite comic mm. with, the, you know, people you love are dead. 
yeah. on the cover. I mean, it's shocking to this day. Hmm. You know, it really is. Yes, it was. It was. It was quite a step back, um, as you said, to, to wander in or, or to have it delivered. I think it probably was at the time, yeah. and to have that as the cover uh, really did take you back. And um, yeah, it was. It was dark. It was unusual for Roy of the Rovers, certainly for for the yeah. type of, of comic it was. And it was yeah, it was, it was shocking. Yeah, um, I mean there are, there are better ways to refresh it, you know. Mm. No, and I think, you know, the, the storyline of, of Roy being shot was clearly such a clear tie-in with, with the shooting of JR in Dallas yeah. in the same year. Uh, a story, you know, a, a storyline, I think, it, I may be right in saying the most hyped soap storyline I can certainly remember, in, even in the UK, even back then. And, you know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody had their own theory in who shot JR. And... Yeah, so it, it really fitted in quite nicely with, with that and kind of captured the, um, I'm going to use a big fancy word here, zeitgeist. Lovely. <laughs> I, I do wonder, with, with the link of the shooting to Dallas, um, I'm going to um, probably make myself look a bit sad here and um, say I love Dynasty. That was on the ah, ground. I love Dynasty, yes. They actually had a massacre um, um, at a wedding. Yeah, in, yeah, in a foreign territory. So I wonder if um, Barry Tomlinson enjoyed Dynasty as well as Dallas. Quite possibly, quite That's possibly. Really yeah, there was a bit of rivalry, wasn't there? But I, I see yeah, Dynasty yeah. is actually back on air with yes, it, it, as Dallas had, it was a few years ago when it was John yeah, Ross, and yeah, Dallas was a con- an actual continuation. Yes, it Din- was. Yeah, yeah Dynasty yeah. Uh, not. Mm. If I had a third to my trilogy of memories. Uh, is when um, Billy Dane came across. Yeah, yeah. Um, I refused to read Eagle because it was the end of my beloved Tiger. I, I was I was a massive Tiger man. Tiger was my comic. Right. And then, yeah. and when it finally became Eagle and Tiger, I sulked and never read Eagle. <laughs> and then um, so I was really and then I read Royal Rovers too. But I was then really pleased when my favourite came back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shit. Yeah. That shot clean. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, going back as well, I, I know, Gull, we are both big fans of Mike's Many Men. And oh, yeah. When, when you think back, I know, I know there's some, inter- some good chat about that, I think, in Facebook this week. And that was early on, though, in Roy of the Rovers. I mean, that only lasted up until around about 1980, 81. Yeah, I seem to remember it more from the annuals. Uh, yeah. And I wonder if it appeared in something prior to Roy the Rovers. I mean, I'm sure it didn't, but I I, I seem to have a memory of it in something before. Mm. But, you know, Subutio was huge at the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, sh- it's a shame they couldn't have had a sponsorship tie-in, to be honest. But yeah. I don't think, you know, Roy the Rovers did sponsorships back then. Although Gola was about 1982, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Gola tie-in, um, which is the only kit, I think, from memory, it was, it was released certainly around that time. And, of course, you, you could get the Gola bag as well and the tracksuit, which I never got my hands on. <laughs> going, going, just briefly, going back to who shot JR, you do know who shot JR, don't you? 
I, I do, yes. Kirsten. Kirsten? Yeah, Sue Ellen's sister. Yes. Right. Yeah. It was, was a surprise. surprise. It was a surprise. It, it was, actually. I was going to say Vic Guthrie, but, you know. Nah. <laughs> She's yeah. found dead in the South Fork swimming pool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Dallas remains my favourite soap to this day, actually. I think it's the nostalgia of it. But, yeah, there was such a, a suspects list, wasn't there, for the shooting of JR? Yeah. Could, could have been any one of 12 people um, who had him in the hit list at the time. So, yeah, it was well done. Get away with cliffhangers because there was no spoilers. There was no such thing, was there? And, no, um, no. And actually, I remember it was in the news. There's a, um, you know, Terry Wogan, I remember interviewing Larry Hagman. Yeah. And, you know, Hagman, of course, kept his, you know, wouldn't reveal anything at all. And there was a news clip where the, the actual reels, the film reels of Dallas were, were brought in under, under heavy security and landed at Heathrow. And, of course, it was the reveal episode for Who Shot JR. And that's how big the story was. That you yeah. actually needed security around the, the, the tapes so the word couldn't get out. We, we talk about everything everything and anything on here, Bo, so you'll learn that very quickly. It's great. I, I do like um, variety. Yeah. I've actually got some audio of Terry Wogan uh, uh, interviewing uh, JR. Not the JR bit. Hang on, I just, yeah. Oh, hello and welcome to the show, Teddy Hogan. <laughs> too Scottish. Yeah. No, too Scottish. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> yeah, we're well, Roy the Rovers just riding off our, our favourite um, memory, or some key memories really there from, from the early 80s. My, my, mine were the Welford era. You know that I love the Welford era. Um, the earthquake yes. at... Mel Park, where they ended up having to play their home games at Wembley Stadium. Yes. Um, yeah. That sticks in my mind. But, uh, yeah. I think if, you know, it was a period, wasn't there, where if Melchester went on tour anywhere, you knew they were going to get kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> or play cricket. Yeah, one of the two. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just Very got much. a little bit to add before uh, we move on to some of Verso's uh, collection that uh, the, the pre-reading uh, order of Roy of the Rovers books were in uh, issues of Match of the Day for anyone listening that mm. is a completist. Mm. And they were in issues 507 to 514. So I, th I think the story were... were things that happened within the books, I think. Maybe, Rab, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember. Yes, it was. It was a, a preview, really. But but it was the, the stories that eventually appeared in the books, yeah. But it was it was not uh, repeated in the books. It was, it, was, it was different, wasn't it? It wasn't... I might do some research on that for next week. I, because... I have a feeling it was repeated, actually. Oh, okay. I, may, I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but yeah. I'll have a look into that for next week. So, uh, Verso, your collection. Oh, we're really, uh, us members on the site are really interested to, to read your collection. W would you mind telling us a little bit about it? And uh, maybe we can ask you some questions about it. Yes, I am. Um... Oh, during lockdown, uh, one of the first ones, I am... Um... 
stumbled upon um, a site on via Twitter about old comics, and I thought, oh, that brought back some memories. So I um, invested in a few issues of Tiger, and the two or three issues of Tiger led me to want more. And um, I'm never satisfied. I always want more and more and more. So then I thought, right, I'll, I'll get Tiger, especially the years that I, I remember, which was sort of um, late 70s through to the conclusion of Tiger. And then uh, Royal Row, that was always my comic. Royal Row was always my second choice. But as I got a bit older into my teens, I got both of them anyway. Um, so... Yeah, Tiger and Royal Rovers. And then um, then I remembered Gary Lineker's Hotshot because I remember getting all of them. I thought, oh, I'll get yeah. them. And then um, then I stumbled upon um, your Twitter feed. And then through that, I then um, started listening to the podcast and there's more and more. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to build myself up a lovely collection. And I've even got some eagles. I've even got all of the eagles now. Even though I, I said earlier that I I sulked as a teenager that I'd never read it, I've I've got them, but I still haven't I still haven't opened them. I still haven't read them. I still haven't looked at. Right. So how many do you think you've got in total? I think last time I looked, it's it's, it's all it's all electronic because um, yeah, I yeah. Knew, I knew that to start a brand new collection at my age would be. You know, hard physical copies would be a nightmare. Because mm, yeah. I, I see how, how some of you guys struggle to get numbers, and I'd be like, nah. So I'll go electronic. So all mine are electronic. And um, I think last time I added them up, it was approaching 11,000 issues. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. What I'm in the process of doing as well, because um, with all my media, I'm quite anal over um, titles and naming conventions. So I'm going through them all with a fine tooth comb and correcting the the, um, the naming conventions because some of these were bought off other people. You know, so, and I like it my way. I'm, and I know that takes more and more work, but once I've finished and I have nearly completed quite a lot of it, I'll be posting links to the website so fellow members can um, share my collection brilliant yeah no, that's that's a fantastic run and number and, and variety as well you've mentioned it yes uh, glad you mentioned gary lineker's hot shot uh as rab knows i'm a huge huge fan of, of mm. that i have the complete collection too and uh the holiday special and the annual mm. uh, and that's everything that was released um yeah, big fan of that, and uh, uh, we might revisit that in a future podcast uh, yeah, because we haven't yeah. touched upon in the past. But yeah, I think uh, how many issues are there? Uh, Ooh, uh, 27, 20, 25. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. I think a, an episode devoted really to we could easily talk through. Yeah, a playmaker went on for of course. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, keep us informed about your collection, Verso, and uh, and uh, yeah, and let us know any new ones you get. And eleven thousand is unbelievable. Oh, it's wow. fantastic! 
And, in in real life, in real life football, uh, Verso, you are an Ipswich fan, is that right? I am, yes. I um, in of, I had a period where I fell out of love with football. It was just, I think, the saturation of it all, and the um, I, I felt that a lot of the the money in it was obscene, mm. and um, and obviously it coincided with my team becoming absolutely rubbish and plummeting through divisions uh, we're division three now new owners i i did go recently i i, I went away to cambridge where we drew two each um but I'm, I'm slowly but surely finding my way back but you know ipswich town and uh, my scottish cider heart melodian oh okay okay yeah yeah based in well my my hometown now in edinburgh of course so yeah yeah um my um Paternal grandmother is from Edinburgh. Right, right. So, awful lot of family up in Edinburgh. Yes. So when, when I was 13, I went up there and um, one of my uncles took me to um, Hibs one week and Hearts the next. Oh, and okay. asked me, he said, Well, you know, you've got to choose one. And all the rest of my family were Hibs fans. <laughs> so, being um, um, a 13 year old, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go with hearts because that'll annoy some of them. Yeah, quite right. And it did. Some of them, um, a couple of them still don't speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's really interesting you mentioned that that story because I've heard quite a few people say that about Edinburgh and also up here at Dundee, where people, you know, would grow up and their relatives would take them to, as you said, Hibs one week at home and then hearts the next. And Dundee one week and Dundee United the next. And eventually, uh, you're right, you, you know, you have to reach a stage to choose one or the other. But yeah. it's hard to imagine that now, that, that you would go to both, because both clubs are local, you would, you would go and watch both each week. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's different. Yeah, but I mean, Ipswich Town, you know, are fantastic memories of them, a strength of the club back in the, the period we're talking about in the 80s, when, of course, they won the UEFA Cup. Uh, and that brilliant team, uh, Paul Mariner and Alan Brazil, Mick Mills and Terry Butcher and, you know, all the other, and the FA Cup as well, of course. And, of course, we had the um, the two Dutch greats, Muren and Tyson, came in. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it Alkmaar they beat in the FA Cup final? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I fondly remember that team. Um, very much so, and you know they, they were all household names, weren't they? Yeah, they um, finished runners up two years on the bounce. Once to Aston Villa, once to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and do you know, I, you, I'm, I'm sure you'll be familiar with this. There was a series of Dream Team on yes. Sky back in oh the early 2000s, and the one I enjoyed the most was where they went back to the 80s for one. Yes, a lot on that, didn't they? And they used Ipswich, didn't they? Yeah. 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 That was, and that team, of course, that great team. Yeah. 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 I can remember, I mean, I remember seeing quite a few of these guys play. Uh, first international match I ever went to at Hamden was against England. And Paul Mariner was up front for England. You had Mick Mills, obviously, there. Uh, Alan Brazil was playing for Scotland. For Scotland so, yeah. George 
Was Burnley? He, he that was been... Burnley. He was playing for Scotland yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, as, as you say, they were all internationals. These guys. I mean, yeah. Of of the um, in that period, the strength and depth wasn't the greatest. I mean, the starting mm. eleven was phenomenal, and ten of the eleven starting um, all international footballers. The only one who wasn't was Paul Cooper, the goalkeeper. Yeah. But you, you had Ray Clements and Peter Shilton fighting out for the number one spot, so we never got a look in. Yeah, 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 and I know. I mean, I know Alan Brazil uh, and Talk Sport still talks very fondly of a lot of these guys, you yeah. know, and his relationship with them. We lost Paul Mariner, didn't we? Yeah, that was yeah, so recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, Rab, of course, listeners know that you follow Kilmarnock. Yes. Who I who are doing well, and of course, I'm a Torquay fan. Yeah, and well, yeah, just a, an update. We are still top of the league uh, from last week, and we've stretched that lead to two points now over Inverness. Um, we finally got ourselves in gear. Um, last weekend, we beat Queen of the South 4-0 with a convincing performance. So, yeah, let's just hope it continues. And Torquay last weekend? Well, we're mid-table at the moment, uh, and last weekend we went to Wrexham, um, you oh, know, Ryan and uh, all of that, uh, the circus around that. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess that put a few thousand on the attendance. But we burst their bubble because we came away with a point. Mm-hmm. But but there were 10,000 there. Oh. You're tier five, you know, that's uh, for a non-league game. That's astonishing crowd. Yeah, I know Wrexham, a big Charlie. Of mm. course that. I, I know that. But 10,000. Wow. That is incredible, yeah. And of course, Simo uh, supports Scunthorpe, who are doing terribly. Yes, so it's a real, a real mixed bag for us at the moment. Um, so I'm glad he's not here because he would have team. brought us all down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's um, well, as I say, hope I hope um, clearly Ipswich and Torquay can pick up a bit over the next next period and push up those leagues. And of course, Verso, you're in the Prediction League on the website. We love that. Yes, I, I missed one week. I, I think I started and I was top of the league after the first week. They missed the second week. So, um, yeah. yeah, never mind. So, yeah. yeah, I'll... yeah. <laughs> we have a knockout competition later in the year as well, which is great fun. So, uh, I, I look forward to you joining that. Were you in it? When did you join the site, by the way? Um, I'm not sure. Um, will my profile tell me? Let me just have a quick flick. Uh, date registered April the 22nd, 2021. April the 22nd. Uh, yeah. So you would, you would have missed uh, the Prediction League Cup. That is good fun. But I'll tell you more. We'll, we'll tell you more about that at the time. But there's plenty of the season to go, my friend. You know, you might challenge yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a, it's a great league, as you said. This year is very close. Um, things are first down to fifth. So yeah, yeah. Let's see where it goes. Really good fun. So Rab, you're going to yeah. uh, do a new section, which might just be yeah. a one-off. It might be a regular spot, and it's uh, Rabbies on this day. Well, Rabbi. I'm showing my age. Thanks, Gold. Yeah, I actually need to put my reading glasses on for this section. I saw that. 
You've just seen that on the video. That is unusual. I don't, I don't often wear them, but to, to look at the print of Roy Overovers, I do on this occasion. And I've got a fantastic Ipswich connection coming up for Universal. Oh, and I have picked out this very day, the 3rd of November in 1984. And so the Roy of the Rovers strip begins. I'll just hold it up so the team can see it there. I appreciate the listeners can't at the moment, but obviously I'll describe it to you. And it's got a picture of Roy in his England kit. And we are told the last time Roy was called up to the international squad was 1979. Quite incredible. But the big news this week is that Bobby Robson, there you go, Verso, is expecting to announce his squad for a match coming up against France. And of course, will it include Roy Race? Now, Roy himself seems quite annoyed about all the, the publicity generated by this. His family are asking him about it and all it gets down to Melchester's training ground. And, you know, this is the only story of the day and he's clearly in quite a mood uh, he's ordering extra training in fact he's getting tough to take the players off for an extra half an hour <laughs> and um poor old neville jones who misses a quite an easy score from a header he's he's taken off for even more extra practice than this is <laughs> all because roy is clearly worked up about a conversation he's going to have on the phone with Bobby Robson that very day. And so then the news breaks later on in the days before, long before Talk Sport, um, where Roy appears at the door of Mel Park and he says, really, if you want to know what Bobby Robson and myself discussed today, you'll need to read about it in the newspapers. Yeah, so keeping tight lipped. And so the fans are then outside the stadium reading the England squad to discover Charlie Carter's in there in goal, along with Carol Hunt and Neville Jones, but no Roy Race. So there's it's brilliantly drawn. There's the expression in the face of one fan saying, I can't believe, don't know if you can see that, I can't believe there you go, that Bobby Robson hasn't picked him. Um, because Roy is of course the best striker, most prolific in the country. So is it? This is the this is the, the big question. Is it the fact that Roy himself has turned down the chance to play for England? We're not sure yet. And here he is leading Melchester out for the third round of the Milk Cup. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. And the milk the milk cup ties against Kings Bay. And the story rounds off on the 3rd of November 1984 with Melchester kicking off. Um, against Kingsbury. So, worth um, just running through briefly what some of the other strips were. That I wouldn't go through the whole stories, but just what the, the strips were. Durrell's Palace was in that week, um, along with Racy's Rocket. Remember that one with the, the actual car which um, Roy had with number nine in the side. And there he is, yeah, dangerously wearing it. He's got his crash helmet on. Simon's Secret. Oh, I used to love uh, Simon's Secret. Uh, in, um, offline, I mentioned to you guys that I've just started reading some stories from scratch, and Simon's Secret is one of the ones I've just finished. It's fantastic, isn't it? What did you think? It's, it's like Billy's Boots, but with bionic implants instead of boots. 
yeah. <laughs> what, a, yeah. what a great way to describe it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and there he is. He can kick the ball so hard with this bionic leg. Yeah. Um, playing for Westlake School is Simon Benson. Yeah. And we've got Mighty Mouse, of course, as you would expect. The centre page spread is a very famous Scotland internationalist and Rangers player, Davy Cooper, who sadly died at a very young age. Um, he's a, a tremendous player. The hard man, <laughs> Victor Box, but it starts with Victor Boscovich falling over, <laughs> and in a, he because you know he's furious, of course. Then he kisses someone down at a fairground. That's, pretty, that's uh, pretty much every week, then. That's every week, and that's all within three panels. Um, <laughs> the Roy Race talking, yeah, it's a real Scottish flavour to this one because the featured team is Dumbarton. Uh, of Scotland, and you also have Pat Bonner, who is the Celtic goalkeeper at the time, also for the Republic of Ireland. Um, we've got Kevin Keegan scoring Liverpool's first goal whoa, back in 1965 against Newcastle in the FA Cup. Tommy's Troubles, of course, is the next strip. Is um, that the longest running strip in World Rivers history? Yes. Yeah, Tommy's yeah. Troubles. Yeah. Tommy's Troubles. Yeah, it was, it, it was there through, wasn't it? Well, actually, no. Uh, it actually stopped. And no. Uh, yeah, no, it actually stopped for a while, briefly. And I think they had letters uh, and what have you, and they brought it back. So there was a short period of time where it, it actually ended. Right, right. Yeah, but it, was, it certainly was very long running. Yeah. And then we have a favourite goal, goalkeeper. Oh, yes. Love goalkeeper. That week uh, with Rick Stewart. Of course, the son of the late, great Gordon Stewart. And yeah, the, the training was always, it's another episode for this, obviously, the training at Timefield was always really hard going. <laughs> and Inevitably, Rick would end up getting injured. They would injure his left hand or something like that. And, you know, he was physio was working madly to get him fit for the weekend. But here they are running through the sea and up and down some sand dunes and all the rest of it. So it, look, it looks grim. You know, they've got seagulls above them. Um, very different to the training methods I think they have now. And it's rounded off with an advert for Weetabix. There we go. It is interesting, isn't it? I mean, I know we have the safest hands in soccer, but it is interesting to have a strip about... Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, I say specifically a goalkeeper rather than, obviously, all the, the many outfield players that we, we come across and, and the other ones, but yeah. I, I, I tell you um, how do you store do. yours, by the way, Rab? I know... Uh, Oh, go on. At the moment, it's really just these plastic crates from IKEA. Okay. So they're all uh, vertical, obviously. What were you going to say, Verso? Um, once, once you've uploaded the um, the podcast, so the uh, listeners can hear it, I'll actually up upload this issue that we was um, used in this little section here to the um, website to the forum, so the listeners can actually have a read through it. Brilliant. Yeah. That, that is tremendous because... That'd be great. 
It's the real heyday of Roy of the Rovers, isn't it? 1984, which yes, we mentioned yeah. earlier. And and some of these, yeah, goalkeeper Simon Secret, and yeah, they're all the hard man, they're all there. It's it's the proper. I'm I'm just having a quick glance at it myself now, and you know it's the proper header, isn't it? It's the yeah. It just shouts out like yeah. It, it's not the little cartoony effect. It's it's, it's proper, yeah. and and it covers you know the, it covers the whole page rather than have the the tatty ends like the 1986 stuff did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a classic issue. It really is. Um, and I was glad to find when I was flicking through the years, obviously finding one that was the third of November. Um, which ties in with today, of course. Yeah. So, so thanks for that, Gull. I enjoyed that um, trip down memory lane, obviously digging out an issue. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do that again. Great. That'll be a regular regular feature then, we hope. That was really, really interesting. Um, yeah, I think now is the time to give out the website address. Yeah. Uh, and Twitter address, of course. As always, I hand over to Ravi for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see if you can get it right this week. All right, here we go. www.champweareunited.proboards.org. Is that right? No. You always forget that bit. Champweareunited.proboards.com. Com. That's it. Com.com. And I'll tell you what, I'm just going to ask first, though, in future weeks. I think you should, as I say. I, I'm, honestly, you know you know when you walk into a shop and you get asked for your phone number t- to fill something in? I can yeah. never remember my own phone number. Um, on Twitter, it is at champ underscore A-R-E, champ underscore R. And you can also find us on there just by simply typing in champ slash we are united. And if any of the listeners uh, have any suggestions for anything that they'd like us to talk about, um, yeah, do get in touch. Uh, we give feedback on the podcast when we hear from you. Yeah. Um, as we only restarted back up last week, uh, nothing at the moment, is there, Abby? No, nothing is yet. What I think we'll do next week um, is invite some questions, that I would imagine, about Roy of the Rovers, to be honest on Twitter and, and again asking for, for as a follow-up on tonight some people's favourite stories from it um, we can read those out next week um, some good yeah good good feedback and positive feedback in the Facebook Melchester 40 years of Melchester Rovers uh, this week and I'm always you know very um, grateful to them for allowing us to post the link to the podcast on on that Facebook group, um, but yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good to get on there. And if, yeah. if any of the listeners or um, forum users want to know anything about my collection and if I can help them with anything they're missing, again, I'm, I've only got it electronically. But if people have got missing stuff and they, they want it, just give me a shout via via the usual places, and we're going to work together and hopefully get people to fulfil their collections a bit. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, next that's to the podcast, you are. Yeah. No, that's been great. Um, hearing about your your the varieties we said earlier of your collection tonight, Verso, as well. And I'm sure we're going to be digging into that, to say the least, uh, in weeks to come. 
definitely. Uh, on to a preview of next week, uh, very briefly. Uh, hopefully, Simo will be back with, uh, with us. So we'll hopefully have another edition of the very enjoyable Simo Selects. Yep. Rab will be doing another on this day, which was great. Really enjoyed that. And of course, Verso will hopefully pick something out from his collection uh, to talk about. I myself will uh, go into a little bit of detail. I'll do another episode, so to speak, of Gull Goes Ground Hopping. Excellent. Uh, uh, I will touch upon my two visits to the fictional grounds <laughs> in We Are United and, of course, being drawn into Striker as well. Yes. That was good. I think that, is that about it? That's about all we've got time for tonight. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it was an enjoyable one. Uh, so, uh, it's goodbye from Verso. Yep. Thanks for inviting me along, gents, and I will be back. Excellent. It's goodbye from Rab. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, Gull. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Thank you.